Welcome in to another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, General Manager at Wisports.net, and your host as we journey through what is the opening week of the high school football season. It is here. Finally, it seems like. After months of buildup, after weeks of uh, getting ready for the season, after several weeks of players practicing two-a-days, a scrimmage, beating each other up, this is what it is all for as the high school football season begins this week with the first games Thursday night and the honor of first game of the 2019 year. Trivia question, do you know without looking it up? I didn't. Not surprisingly, it's a city conference school, schools, as Bayview will travel to Milwaukee South. The uh, city conference shares uh, fields for a number of their teams, and so a lot of times teams play on Thursdays. A lot of times they play double headers at the same field, so they'll play at 4 o'clock and 7 o'clock, and that will be the case. As South Stadium, 4 o'clock on Thursday, will host the first game of the high school football season. Again, Milwaukee South hosting Milwaukee Bayview. Later on that day, after that game, Milwaukee Hamilton will host Shoreland Lutheran. 20 games on the schedule for 11-man football on Thursday. A couple eight-player games as well. And then the bulk of the action obviously is taking place on Friday. 166 games on the schedule for Friday in 11-player football. Uh, one of the lighter schedules for Friday night as uh, before school, there are more teams that will play on Thursdays as we see this week. Again, 20 games on Thursday. And then once school gets started, it's uh, many more Friday night games. But it is time to get things going. It is time to hear the pads pop, and it is time to hear the band blaring, the cheerleaders cheering, the fans going wild. It's always great to get this first week here. Uh, quite honestly, it's kind of great to get the first week done because it's still a scramble for us to get things wrapped up, to get ready for the year that we need to, wrapping up all of the conference previews on Wisports uh, this week. We'll get to a, uh, a full week one preview online, written form, tomorrow, Thursday. Later tonight, Wednesday, or maybe early tomorrow, Thursday, we'll have our eight-player yearly preview. Each week, we'll do an eight-player uh, weekly preview on Wednesdays. But uh, this Wednesday, it'll be kind of a general overview of eight-player football. And as we have talked about a number of times here and, and has been talked about other uh, places. Certainly an influx of teams coming into eight-player football this year. I believe it was 11 new teams this year making the move to eight-player football. And so that uh, continues to expand. But we are going today on the podcast to really dive into this first week of the season because it is shaping up to be an outstanding week. Um, you know, We always get some surprises, a few eye-opening things along the way, but how about the big games that are on the schedule this week. Most of them non-conference games, but this is uh, this is fun. This is when you get a chance to see some matchups that you otherwise wouldn't. Teams are uh, Many teams are not afraid to schedule quality competition. And this is what it's going to be like, hopefully, for every year going forward. As the uh, statewide realignment takes effect next year, all teams will have non-conference games in weeks one and two. And it's going to be really fun to see the kinds of matchups that will get scheduled 
as, uh, as that goes along, as teams kind of figure out what's going on. Um, but we have some really great games on the schedule this week. The, uh, the, the game of the week on Wisports.net, as we announced earlier today on Wednesday, is actually a Thursday game, and it is Marquette traveling to Muskego. What a way to start off the high school football season, not only first week of the year, but the first night of action. Defending state champion in Division I, Muskego, ranked number one in our off-season rankings, our, our pre, uh, spring rankings, if you will. And they take on Marquette, a, a team that is ranked sixth in the preseason, but in many years would have been much higher. And this is a rematch of a state semifinal game from last year. Both teams entered the state semifinals undefeated. It was a great game. Went back and forth a little bit. Marquette had a lead going into the fourth quarter, but then Muskego punched in a couple touchdowns and held on. Muskego won that one last year, 24-21. And these are expected to be two of the top teams in the entire state once again. Muskego brings back nine starters on offense, including some very dynamic offensive players, Alex Current, uh, uh, some big guys up front, and uh, uh, Marquette, excuse me, counters with a really, really strong defensive group led by one of the best linebacking groups in the state of Wisconsin. You have Riley Nowakowski, you have Vinny Negro, uh, returning uh, All-State player. John O'Brien has garnered some D1 attention as well. Um, Nowakowski uh, has... I think it's double-digit uh, Division One offers at this point. So it'll be strength on strength in that one. The wing tee of Muskego uh, taking on a very stout defensive unit at Marquette. Um, and, of course, Marquette's got some pretty good players on offense, too. Two scholarship kids there, Sean Timmis, offensive lineman, headed to Wisconsin as a preferred walk-on, but he had uh, more than a dozen D1 offers of, of some kind and, and certainly could have been a scholarship kid at some level. Jake Novotny, their uh, tight end at Marquette, he's a D1 kid as well. Uh, so really some outstanding talent on display and two of the best teams in the state getting after it right away in Week 1. That's not the only good game on the schedule Thursday. There's a number of them that I think are very interesting. Uh, Badger is at Greendale. Uh, uh, Manitowoc Lincoln travels to Bayport as the FRCC uh, plays all Thursday games that uh, this week. Um, and then how about also a, a really fun non-conference game? Again, not one that you would usually ever see, where Menominee, who's been a powerhouse, of course, in Division II for many years, and they're ranked 14th in Division II in our uh, off-season rankings, they make the trip across the state to play Lake Mills, a Division IV team who's ranked 4th heading into the season, has some really dynamite uh skill players back, including quarterback Adam Moen. Um, so that's a, a fun game that we get on Thursday as well. Uh, also, uh, Melrose Mindoro and Bangor square off, a couple of defending league champions there. So really some, some excellent games on the schedule for Thursday night. So if you can get out and take one in, uh, by all means, try to do so. I mean, in addition to this, the, the teams that we mentioned, other highly ranked, highly thought of teams that are on display on Thursday night. Martin Luther goes to Greenfield. Pulaski plays. We're seeing St. Catharines gets, uh, gets a game in. Nina, uh, Brookfield Central. I mean, these are teams that went very, very deep in the playoffs. And you can get out and check out a game on Thursday night and still 
get to a game on Friday as well. Uh, and as we look at Friday's schedule, really some big games there as well. Certainly some games that you could have uh, in many weeks uh, identified as the game of the week. And that includes uh, a big one in a non-conference game where Franklin will travel to Fond du Lac. Both of those teams are ranked in the top 10 of Division One. Both have you know, some, uh, some graduation replacements that they're going to have to uh, work in. But two very talented teams, once again, that will be among the best in the entire state of Wisconsin. You have a big game in the Badger where the champions of the uh, the, very, the respective divisions, the North and the South last year, will square off as Wanakee, who is ranked fourth in our Division II rankings, will host Monona Grove, ranked ninth. That's the game that I'll be at on Friday night. Uh, just as a, a reminder, many people ask if, if I can make it to this game or head to that game, and I would love very much to. I can only go to one game, though, and I also do have to stay local to Madison as that's where our football Friday night postgame show is broadcast out of at the Big 1070 Studios, iHeartMedia Studios down uh, on the south side of Madison at the south end of Fish Hatchery Road. So I'll be heading to Wanakee. Um, again, the, the Warriors looking very good once again. They've got some question marks, especially at the skill positions. Have to replace Jarrett Wolf at, uh, at quarterback, Sawyer Molly at receiver. Their leading rusher last year, Will Ross, is going to be sidelined by injury for uh, potentially an extended time. He's a very good baseball player and, and injured, uh, got injured this summer playing baseball. Uh, so some new faces that'll be worked in there at Wanakee, but expect them to be very good once again. Their defense has a little bit more uh, experience coming back this year. And then how about a big game in the Big Eight? This was one of the big stories last year in Week One, where Madison Memorial, who at the time we weren't expecting a ton out of, uh, beat Sun Prairie in Week One last year and really made a statement early on. Those two teams ended up sharing the Big Eight conference title. Both teams have a lot coming back this year. Madison Memorial brings back Jason Sanidi at quarterback, a Division I prospect. Some really talented kids around him. Cam Marshall is a running back that I really like a lot at Memorial. And uh, you know, an early statement could be made in the Big 8 Conference by one of these teams here. Uh, the Big Eight's going to be very competitive. Uh, not only these two teams, but Verona is outstanding with a number of Division I scholarship players. Middleton will be solid once again. So you can't fall too far behind, and whoever wins this one between Madison Memorial and Sun Prairie certainly gets off on the right foot. As we saw last year when Sun Prairie lost in week one, you're not out of it, but you will need some help, and you'll, you'll have to take care of business the rest of the way if you want to stay in that conference title hunt. Another top 15 game in the Madison area finds McFarland, who's uh, the defending champion in the Rock Valley, taking on Edgerton, who we pick to win the Rock Valley this year. McFarland was uh, undefeated last year heading into the playoffs and then got upset in level one. We have them ranked 13th in Division Three. Edgerton, uh, we have ranked second in Division Four. They've got some really good kids coming back, uh, a couple uh, next level type of players, uh, Reed Farrington, uh, a lineman, Ben Wildman, a, a linebacker who's also an outstanding offensive lineman for them. Devin Jorgensen is back at uh, quarter, at uh, excuse me, running back. So they've got some good weapons and, and a, a lot of expectations there with Mike Gregory's group. Um, in the uh, Milwaukee area, we, we mentioned a few of those teams already. Franklin's on the, on the road. Muskego has a uh, Thursday night game. But uh, some good games right away is the Classic 8 
uh, gets underway, and Kettle Moraine takes on uh, Waukesha West, that game at Waukesha West. Uh, you know, those are two teams that are going to be in that mix somewhere in the Classic Eight, a very deep and talented conference. And these are the kind of games that you you got to get a win in if you're going to want to make the playoffs. You've got to beat some good teams at some point. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how things go for both these groups. Kettle Moraine, of course, features the state's top-ranked senior player, Trey Wiedig, an offensive lineman who does play on the defensive line for them as well. Waukesha West looking to replace another outstanding running back as Sam McCulloch graduated from last year's team. But they're uh, always a, a strong program under head coach Steve Rucks. As we move up into the, uh, well, I guess you could call it the Fox Valley, but it's more uh, you know, Door County, Southern Door County. Kiwani, who uh, made it very deep in the playoffs last year, will host Keel. Both these teams won conference championships last year. Kiwani in the MONLPC Large, Keel in the Eastern Wisconsin. We have them ranked in the uh, in the preseason rankings, both of them in the top six or seven uh, so that's an outstanding non-league game. Speaking of non-conference games, uh, this is a big one that, uh, again, any other week could have been in the conversation for Game of the Week on WIS Sports, as Stratford, who was the runner-up in Division 5 last year, will take on Spencer Columbus Catholic, uh, another very strong program. And those teams met in the state semifinals last year. Stratford got a 22-6 victory in that one, and they open the season against each other this year. Spencer Columbus Catholic loses uh, some very good players, including Logan Schernitz, a two-way All-State player up front. Speaking of two-way All-State players and strong line play, Stratford's Ben Barton, of course, is a Wisconsin commit. He was a two-way All-State lineman uh, for Stratford last year. And then they also have Easton Kilty, uh, an outstanding lineman who has committed to North Dakota, giving the Tigers two Division one offensive lineman, which is rare enough in itself, but especially at a small Division five school, very impressive what they have going on there. Very impressive what they could do this year. Of course, they were runners-up to St. Mary's Springs in a very good game last year. As we move to the western part of the state, a uh, couple interesting non-conference games involving a little bit of, of, of travel, but teams that are used to traveling. Hudson will make the trip down... Excuse me, Hudson will make the trip down to Onalaska. Hudson, we have ranked 12th in Division One. Onalaska ranked 7th in Division Three. Um, Onalaska has uh, some very talented uh, skill players coming back this year. Nathan Lubinsky, uh, looking forward to him returning from injury. He had missed about half the year last season. Uh, linebacker and running back that uh, put up some big numbers before he got hurt. And then Superior, who's looking to make a little bit of noise, maybe in the Big Rivers Conference this year, they travel to Somerset, uh, a team that, uh, of course, under Bruce Larson, has been a traditional powerhouse in the Middle Border Conference. They haven't finished atop that league for a few years now and looking to make an early statement potentially against the Spartans. A lot of other games on the schedule that I think have some good interest and intrigue and impact, um, but those are the ones that we'll focus on for right now. But... We do have one more game to talk about, and that comes on Saturday. If you're one of those people that really loves high school football, what a weekend this could be for you to get out and see at least three games, potentially four or even five games, depending on where you are, how far you want to travel, what you want to put into it this uh, this week. Again, there's a four o'clock game in Milwaukee, 
in theory, you could go watch both of those games Thursday night at South Stadium. You could go to a Friday game. Now, there aren't any Friday afternoon games, so you, it'd be difficult to do a double dip on, uh, on Friday of this week. Although, actually, I, I take that back. There is one double dip opportunity that you could have because at Titan Stadium, there's going to be a double header where Oshkosh North is going to host Kaukona beginning at 5 o'clock. And then after that game, they, they pencil it in as a 8-15 start. Uh, Oshkosh West will host Kimberly at Titan Stadium. So there is a doubleheader at Titan Stadium. So if you go to South Stadium Thursday night, Titan Stadium Friday night, that's four games. And on Saturday, in theory, uh, maybe you could get to two games. There's three games on the schedule. Protasheen at Aquinas in Lacrosse, Living Word Lutheran at uh, Menominee Indian, and then in Fond du Lac, the big one, at 7 o'clock Saturday night, defending Division Five state champion St. Mary Springs takes on Lakeside Lutheran, the sixth-ranked team in our preseason rankings in Division Five. Those two teams have met up a few times over the years in, uh, in both the playoffs and regular season. Springs has generally gotten the better of that one, obviously. Um, but a, an outstanding matchup that, again, could be a game of the week contender. And how about Fruth Field in Fond du Lac hosting not only that game Saturday night, but Friday night, Fruth Field is the host site for Fond du Lac welcoming in Franklin. So two of the best games in the entire state right there at Fruth Field. Big, uh, big opportunity for fans of high school football in the Fond du Lac area to get out and see those games. So in theory... I think you might be able to do six games this weekend if you really tried. Um, it, it might be a little bit of a stretch to get from Menominee Indian down to Fond du Lac, although that Menominee Indian game is a one o'clock start. So you could probably get down to Fond du Lac by seven. If there's anybody out there that wants to try that six, uh, six gamer, let me know. I, I don't know what I'll give you, but I'll give you something good. A year subscription to uh, WSN or... Uh, a couple t-shirts, something. I'll, I'll try to make it worth your while if anybody is interested in trying to do that. So those are a few of the big games on the schedule this week in high school football as we get things underway. And just as a reminder, we've been uh, cranking out a, a ton of content on WSN the last few weeks, wrapping up our last conference previews uh, tonight and tomorrow. The Heart of North Conference is the last conference that we have to preview that's a little bit of a redesigned league this year with a couple new teams coming in. Um, so that one will be up, and that will be the last of the conference previews. As I mentioned, we'll have a eight-player uh, season preview that we'll be uh, coming out with either later tonight, Wednesday, or uh, early on the day on Thursday. You could also check out our listing of the games that will be streamed online, both the radio and audio broadcasts, as well as any TV or video streams that will be done online. You can find those every week on wisports.net, published uh, usually Tuesday mornings. Um, and uh, Thursday afternoon, we'll get to our full week one preview. We'll, we'll break down further some of the games that we already talked about here, but also a few more that uh, you'll want to keep an eye on if you're kind of on the fence what game you want to go to and you're looking for some big ones to, to consider, you can check out that list. And again, that weekly preview will come out every Thursday afternoon on WSN. Make sure that you find on your dial where you can listen to the uh, Football Friday Night post-game show on Friday nights beginning at about 9.30. 
Um, I don't have a full affiliate list yet, hoping to get that very soon, uh, expecting many of the same uh, radio stations that have carried it in the past to do so once again. If nothing else, you can find it on iHeartRadio. You can actually search Football Friday Night and find it. Uh, it will be broadcast on the Big 1070 in Madison, the Big 920 in Milwaukee, and uh, hopefully, um, again, many of the same affiliate stations that we've had in the past. We were up around 18 uh, affiliates last year, I think, and there's been a couple others that have uh, expressed interest this year. So uh, I'll try to get a full, a full affiliate list out. But as I said, push comes to shove. Pull up that iHeartMedia app on your phone, search Football Friday Night, and you can listen in there. We'll have a podcasted version of that show available Saturday uh, morning, actually technically late, late Friday night. If you want to listen to it as a recap, as you're uh, driving to a youth football game Saturday morning, cutting the grass, whatever you're, uh, you're looking at doing, you can listen to that as a podcast uh, replay of our Football Friday Night show, where we'll break down all of the happenings in the uh, opening week of high school football. We'll talk to some of the coaches from the big games that are going on around the state and uh, just kind of put a bow on the first week of the high school football season. And of course, with only nine weeks of high school football on the schedule, that means after week one, more than 10% of the season is already gone. Can you believe it? Flies by. Why don't we wait till things get going before we start saying that though, right? Uh, keep an eye out as well as we move into our kind of normal schedule beginning next week of our content that will come out every week on Wisports.net. On Mondays, Monday mornings, you can find our Prep Props article, which will be a uh, recap of the top statistical performers from around the state, uh, top passers, rushers, receivers. You can check that out. And then on Monday, late morning, early afternoon time period, We'll have our Team of the Week and Player of the Week polls, always a very popular part of uh, what we do in our football coverage. Five Team of the Week nominees, five Player of the Week nominees, and allow you, the fans, to vote once per day through Thursday every week to decide who you think is the uh, Team and Player of the Week. As we go through our normal calendar of uh, content that we'll have, again, Tuesdays we'll have that article, actually two separate articles, that will highlight the games that will be broadcast on the radio, the games that will be broadcast via video or TV stream as well. The two, uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday afternoons, we will have our coaches poll that will come out as well. Next Tuesday will be the first coaches poll of the season after week one, so you can keep an eye out for that. Wednesdays will be our eight-player football preview as well as our game of the week uh, where you can vote for who you think will be what we peg as the game of the week. Thursdays are our, uh, our weekly preview that will come out. Again, previewing all of the big games coming up. And then it's back to football action on Friday night where you can get to a game, you can follow along, you can follow me on Twitter at TravisWSN. Make sure you use the hashtag WISFB. Uh, you can check out and follow at FootballWSN on Twitter for final scores sent right to your Twitter feed as soon as they go final. And uh, then listen to Football Friday Night afterwards to get uh, all of the, uh, the the recap action. So that's kind of our, our general schedule that we'll follow once things do get going here in, uh, in high school football, kind of settled in next week. So again, some big time games on the schedule this week. What is it? Uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, I believe, games 
that featured teams that were both ranked in our preseason uh, spring rankings. Maybe there's one or two more games that I, I missed, but uh, at least 10 games that, uh, that feature ranked teams, a pair of ranked teams, including several games that feature teams ranked in the top six or seven. And uh, our game of the week, again, is Muskego hosting Marquette Thursday night. But uh, really some outstanding games pretty much all over the state. No matter what part of the state you're in, you're going to be able to find a pretty big-time game somewhere close by. And by close by, I mean within a couple of hours. Um, so get out and, and, and take in that action. Uh, the high school football season flies by, obviously, only nine weeks of the regular season. Don't, uh, don't miss out on any of it and make sure that you get out and, and take in some of those Friday night lights. Just a, uh, a couple programming notes as well. This was the first week that uh, uh, several more of the fall sports could begin their practices. Um, boys and girls volleyball, boys and girls cross country, boys soccer, all got underway with their first practices on Monday, and their first games are starting up next week. Um, so you can keep an eye out and follow along with scores and, and information on WSN for some of those sports as well. Um, but uh, you know we're, we'll keep the focus, to, to be quite honest with you, in the WSN podcast is going to be heavy on football in the fall, as you can imagine. That's the, uh, the sport that gets the, the most interest, the one that drives the most traffic. And, uh, and that's kind of where we'll keep a lot of the focus as we get going along. So that's kind of our plan for week one. Uh, I think I mentioned, by the way, that, that my game that I'll head to this week is that Wanakee-Monona Grove game. Uh, I do have a, a rough outline of the games that I'm going to head to the first five weeks. I always try to, to get to some different places, try to see some different teams while, with, uh, while working with the restraints that I have in terms of needing to get to that uh, radio studio on the south side of Madison. But next week, I will be heading over to the opening of the brand new turf field at Fall River as the new Fall River Co-op welcomes in Independence Gilmanton next week to, uh, to, to launch that uh, beautiful new facility there at Fall River. And again, it's just an example that it's not easy. It, I, I'm not saying that every school can do it, but if a school district like Fall River can put in a turf field for its high school football games, there's a lot of places that can do it as well. And uh, we're seeing more and more of that. We're over a quarter of the teams in the state of Wisconsin playing their home games on turf. Uh, I think it's 122 teams playing on turf this year. So uh, it's getting to be more and more common. Most teams will play a game on turf. Uh, in fact, there's some teams that will play every game on turf. And, and so uh, we're, we're getting to that point where it's, uh, it, it's no longer an anomaly. It's no longer maybe a big deal uh, for some of these places, even the um, small rural schools. So uh, that's where I'm going. I'm, I'm going to Wanakee this week, going to Fall River next week, and really excited to get underway in the 2019 high school football season. I am Travis Wilson, general manager at WISports.net. This has been a WISports.net podcast. We'll see you at a game. <laughs>